Hi, this is Bill Brown of the Houston Astros. This is Sunday Strohs, a podcast brought to you each and every Sunday covering all the week's action and news. If it's Sunday, it's time for Sunday Strohs. Welcome to Sunday Strohs. We've clinched. You know, it might not have been in the way we wanted it to be. It was through an Angels loss, but it doesn't matter. The fact is, we've clinched it. It's been a turbulent season, in and out. We've had COVID. But we've got there. So, next stop, playoffs and into hopefully beyond that. But, always lots to discuss. We're going to go to our week in review in a moment. But how are you getting over there, Rob? How are you getting on? I'm doing good, buddy. I'm drinking my morning coffee from my Gwen Stefani Just a Girl coffee mug. You can't beat that. <laughs> oh, well, are you a big fan? <laughs> well, we went, uh, I guess last year we went to Vegas in February. And oh, wow. uh, and that's why we went, because I'm a big Gwen Stefani fan. Surprise. <laughs> I, had no, I had no clue. I didn't see that one coming. That's almost as uh, crazy as your Josh James pick last week. Yeah. Dude, it was a it was an awesome concert, but yeah, she's very beautiful. That's that's the that's the first the first thing that drew me to her was her beauty, but her music's pretty good too. <laughs> At least you're honest, looking out. Yeah. So we can review Rob. What have you got for us? You know, we were wrapping up that series against the Diamondbacks last Sunday, so uh, let's 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 talk over that. Well, Sunday, I believe the series was one to one. And we won this game three to two, and is a, a spectacular game because of this. George Springer had that inside the park homer, which was awesome, and then he hit home run number two thousand at Minute Maid Park. It's a hell of achievement, isn't it? It was one of those where you thought to yourself, you know, God forbid, I hope we don't lose him, but. If we do, we have that landmark, and it was no better fitting person than George Springer. And really, only contributor I felt in that, uh, you know, it's it was like say, it wasn't particularly amazingly memorable apart from that. So kudos to George Springer in that game. Um, Urquidy was great as well on the mound. You know, I know, you know, it's uh, some people might debate that, but I thought it was a great outing. And, you know, it wrapped it up nicely. It was a win. We needed it. And then we go to the Mariners. What do you think about the Mariners series? Yeah, topping off the uh, Springer 2000 home run. Yeah. Uh, they, they're they pointing out when they're writing stories that that 2000 home run could be the last time we see Springer in an Astros uniform at Minute Maid Park. So it was exactly. a big deal. So maybe maybe we want someone that's going to stick around to do that. I don't know. But I think Springer, besides Altuve, was one of the first guys, like one of the first young kids that we drafted that we called up. So I think it's fitting. I think he was one of the, you know, one of the starting guys. And I don't know. I think it's awesome because he has all the leadoff home runs. Yeah, I love it. 
like you say, it's a nice balance because, you know, like I say, God forbid he does go and we lose him, you know, and, and we have to we have to say goodbye. It's not a bad person to land that on at all. And I think it's pretty fitting. If he does stick around and we get him again, brilliant as well. It's a nice balance and it is a wonderful historic achievement as well. Couldn't have gone to a better individual. I think by the time we get to 3,000, most people will forget, even forget who had this 2,000 one. Anyway, let's go to Seattle. Not a good series, buddy. Uh, we lose 6-1 to one in the first game. And I don't know how, uh, but we did have offense. Tucker went 2-4. for four. Uh, Michael Brantley went 3-4. for four, And Altuve went 2-3. for three. But runners in scoring position, uh, nothing. We didn't do anything. And then Tuesday, we flip-flopped it. They beat us one to six, and we beat them six to one. Framber Valdez, another seven inning outing. He only gave up one run. And then Kyle Tucker, four for five. And then Machete Maldonado, a three run homer to seal the deal. And after that home run, Maldonado uh, became tied. I don't know where it stands now, but he was tied for the American League lead for RBIs by a catcher. That would probably be correct. I believe I read that myself, to be honest with you. Quite an achievement, isn't it? Yeah. And so we tie the series up at one, and then we drop game three, two to three. Uh, Grinky four and two-thirds innings, three runs. Ledmus Diaz, two for four. And they were actually beating us three to zero going in the ninth. I don't know what happened to the offense, but it sure showed up in the next game. Well, that's what I felt. I just felt like, like, say, Monday, it was just frustrating because it was another Lance McCullers on the mound, great outing in the long run, but no real run support. Again, no real offense. It was just a mess from the seventh onwards, you know. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was just not not the best. Again, it's that McCullers thing where we mentioned it last last episode. It's just, it just doesn't seem to get that run support. But like you say, Tuesday was a win, flip flop that back. You know, Bantley was there, Tucker was there. Valdez had a solid seven innings. Um, you know, we had a couple of errors that we fed off. But like you say, the Maldonado sealing the deal was just wonderful, epic. And like you say, it adds to his stats there. I just felt Wednesday was frustrating because I didn't feel Granky was really on top form. Uh, again, always enjoyable to watch, but I just felt it was a little bit shaky. Uh, you know, he was pulled out of there as well. But, I mean, you know, it's uh, a little loss on that Wednesday. But then we go to the Rangers series, which has, again, been another turbulent one. Well, Thursday was our first game ever at the Rangers' new ballpark. And we blew them out, buddy, 12-4. to four. Christian Javier, five and two-thirds innings, three-run and check this out. George Springer went three for four with three RBIs. I'm going to lose my breath before I finish this. Altuve, <laughs> three for five with three RBIs. Bregman, three for five with three RBIs. Josh Reddick, three for five with two RBIs. What an amazing offensive explosion, and what a butt-whooping the Astros put on Texas. And uh, But not Friday and Saturday. Uh, Friday, we lost four to five. Urquidy, two runs in seven innings. Paredes uh, gets the loss. The Astros lose again an extra inning. Shocker. Uh, but we actually scored a run. We scored a run in the 10th, but they scored two. 
you have uh, what do you have? Isn't that the one where Dusty Baker could have walked a guy and we could have loaded the bases? It would have been a force at home, but it is what it is. That's one example of how people criticize Dusty Baker's managerial. And uh, but last last night or yesterday, whatever you want to call it, they destroyed us six to one. But you know the people. The haters just see the final score, but we see Lance McCullers Jr. pitching four scoreless innings and being taken out because we need him for the playoffs. No, no reason to leave him in there. Uh, Belak, horrible again, four runs in his two innings. Tucker, two for four. I don't even think the Astros are trying to win. They got one game left, and they are 29 and 30, buddy. I think that was where I I go on that. I mean, like say Thursday, we absolutely tore it apart. You know, we had everybody on base there. Altuve came back with that three run home, as you say. That was a great game. Again, it's similar scenario to the last time we faced them, which is where you say we're on track again. Yeah, Friday. I just feel Friday we should have had that. It's the classic where you say, come on, you know, we fought it, fought it, but it's that extra innings. I'm sure of it. But there was that Maldonado diving catch as well, where he got Dietrich out, which I thought was brilliant. You know, I know everyone was like, even Blummer was like, I've never really seen that before. That was a pretty nice little highlight. But last night, I mean, not much to report. Again, I feel uh, McCullers again on the mound, same scenario. Uh, just no real offense going. And, and like I say, they were, I felt they were just, we've clinched. And, yeah. and let's just let's just leave it at that. I don't think they were giving it their all. I know it's awful to say that, but uh, we could do with that win today because you know we don't we don't really ideally want to be going in with a losing record. So it'd be nice to get a win today just to have that nice little wrap up. But we'll wait and see how it goes today. I don't know if they're going to try to win uh, Saturday. They uh, not only do they take McCullers out early. I don't think Springer played. Correa didn't play, and Machete. Do you have an update on Machete? Is he is he badly hurt? I read this morning. The only thing I could detect was uh, Brian McTaggart just mentioned that uh, he'd interviewed Dusty Baker, and he just mentioned that he was absolutely fine and he's looking better. That's all he said. That's the only quote I can find related to Maldonado. It's the only thing. That uh, Dusty Baker said that he seems to be doing okay, he's doing good. That's it. So it's a bit of a mystery. Let me ask you this, buddy. I, I mean, they, if they lose, they're going to be 29 and 31. Is that going to bother you? No, no, no. I just think it'd just be, be, be a nice little touch, but it, it doesn't bother me. No, not really. Yeah, I mean, just for the haters, hey, you guys are under 500. Who cares? We made the see what they're, what they're not realizing is we made the playoffs. We got some people people that are injured. We need to rest people, and we're already in. What does it matter if we win? It doesn't matter. It's only pride. It's only pride. It doesn't yeah. matter. You watch for a win. It's more entertaining for a win. But I think right now, as you say, we've already made it. We've already clinched it. And I think that game last night reflected that. We're going anyway, so let's just say let's just get on with it. I don't. I think even just people, even amongst our own fan base, I hate to say it, that never thought we'd make it this far. There is people out there that felt that. I'm not one of them, and no, you're not. But we're here. We are now. So let's enjoy it. Get our stuff together, and let's see how far we can take it. It's exciting. Yeah. The thing about going back to the Friday's loss, that was the clincher. We could have clinched. 
the playoff spot, beating our rival. But yet we had to wait an hour or so. And th- I found it funny. So either way, it was good, but I wish we would have won. But the Dodgers, the Dodgers who hate us, helped us clinch the division. I thought that was amazing. <laughs> no, you couldn't write that one, could you? I thought that was fantastic as well. Well, you said, uh, well, you know, it's one of those people, it's not the prettiest way to clinch it, but it's done. So who cares? You know, like I say, we're, we're going. Uh, I, I have, I, it's just going to be really exciting. This is going to be interesting. This is a different roster to what we're used to. We've got different issues. We've got a different manager. Uh, it's going to be exciting. I'm all for it. Can't wait. All right, so the, the Astros clinch the playoff spot, and that leads us into our Sunday Strohs poll. you want to give us that? Well, the Sunday Strohs poll was really the idea of – it's kind of something that's going to have to be spoken about eventually. So considering the COVID season that we've obviously had to be under in terms of MLB with, with, with the COVID restrictions and whatnot, if the Astros were to win this year's World Series, would it mean any less to you than the 2017 Series World Series trophy? Would it mean any less? For me, no. I, I actually I, I had the question last night. And I was thinking about it, and I was like, I really got to think about this. Because you have the 2017 World Series. Is it tainted? Yes, because it has the cheating scandal behind it. But it also has the Katrina thing behind it, right? I mean, it was a big win for the city of Houston. And, you know, I, I highly doubt we were the only ones cheating. We just were the only ones that had a rat on the team. And then you go to this year, it's a shortened season. We, if we won it, we would, want it, we would win it without cheating. But now we could possibly blaze through here. Just imagine how magical it would be if we're 29 and 31. We're the only team in the playoffs with a losing record, and we win this thing. So my answer, sorry to, to uh, go on so long, is no. It would not mean any less to me. It's a, it's a really, you know, this is where, where I found it an interesting question because I know it's going to cause a lot of debate, but ultimately it wouldn't to me. Uh, a win's a win. Uh, I think the, the interesting point is, as you say, you mentioned Harvey and so on. It, it, I think it's more wrapped up in emotion. It meant more to the city in 17. Like you say, it's got those tainted elements, but it doesn't matter, we've got it. And I think it's just with this season, I think because it's been so bizarre, we've had different elements that have been put under by MLB, it would affect someone's decision upon it. But let's face it, if we win it, it's not going to mean any less. It's just going to mean another trophy, another, you know, another cabinet Minute Maid part filled with a trophy. And, you know, it doesn't affect me either. But I thought it was an interesting question because it's a, a strange season. You know, we've got a lot of different issues to, to be dealing with, and it's all been reconstructed. But, yeah, I, yeah, it doesn't affect me. I'd say no as well. The last time I checked the poll, it was 85 to 15. Do you have the final results? 85% of the people it said no, it won't, it won't be any less. Yeah, I think that was it. It was, it was 81.6 as a no and 18.4 as a, as a yes. 
So there's been some people who voted yes there, you know, which is interesting. That's why I say it's an interesting point to make, I think. Yeah. All right, you ready to do Players of the Week, buddy? We can go for Players of the Week. What have you got, Rob, in terms of... Well, we'll go, we'll go for offense just to mix it up a bit. Who have you got for your offense? Offense, I think this may be back-to-back because my memory is getting so bad. But I got George Springer, buddy. He had those, uh, I mean, like most of his heroics were at the beginning of the week. He sat out yesterday. But he had nine hits this week, three home runs and six RBIs, including the Little League homer and hit on home run number 2,000. George Springer, once again. It's the same for me. For me personally, now it's been three weeks that I've selected George Springer in between us <laughs> two. So he is absolutely killing our, uh, you know, plays of the week at the moment. But you can't knock it. Like, say, it's just been not only the achievement of the 2000s, but just in general. What, what, a, what a week since we last spoke. It just keeps continuing. It's just, it just adds to the whole idea of we need to keep this guy. Uh, but that's a separate issue. But who yeah. you got for your picture? Well, st- staying on the hitters real quick, uh, Kyle Tucker made it tough again, though. He had nine hits also. But amazingly, yeah. he only had one RBI. He didn't have any home runs, and he had only one RBI. <laughs> but he st- And then uh, Alex Bregman had seven hits and two home runs and five RBI. So Alex Bregman is probably my runner-up this week. But pitching, for me... I just went with for Amber Valdez again, seven innings, one run, no walks and eight strikeouts for Amber Valdez. See, I was a slightly different and it's only just because I'm thinking of the two appearances. And, and again, some would argue not his best, but Urquidy, to be honest with you, I wasn't particularly too offended by his two outings. And obviously you've got two that I can think about there. ERA 273 with 1.01. It's not a terrible thing, and I enjoy watching him pitch. I can't really say much else than that. And I believe they were, uh, you know, strong outings. So I'd, I'd go for Akiri this week. Again, I think I selected Akiri last week as well. <laughs> yeah. I think Josh James had another scoreless outing, maybe two before he got hurt. Uh, he, he was in the running mm-hmm. again. Is he out for the rest of the season now? No, no. Uh, I, I that's what I looked up last night because they uh, someone had put out the potential roster that they're going to put out on Tuesday, and Maldonado and Josh James are on it. So it did say I wrote it down here. It said Josh James his last five outings, six innings, no runs, seven strikeouts, and the Astros hope to have him back on Tuesday. So that's good. I knew about Maldonado, but I didn't know about Josh James. I wasn't 100% sure on that. Are we ready for fair foul now? I think we've got time for a foul, we Rob. Yeah, let me share this one note with you real quick. Just because it's on top of the Josh James one. I don't want to leave this out. Uh, whether you think highly of him as a manager or not, uh, the Astros reached the postseason four years in a row. And Dusty Baker becomes the first manager to lead five teams in the playoffs. I have no beef with with Dusty Baker. I, I've often put out tweets about. Uh, I think everyone still, you know, reveres AJ Hinch as we all do. 
But come on now, we've got to get it together. This is our this is our manager, and I stand by him. I've never really had a, an issue with Dusty Baker, and those achievements speak for themselves anyway. So again, we're there. We've made it. Uh, we have Dusty Baker under our wing. That's a different issue. But yeah, you can't knock those achievements, can you? Go to the fair foul. Uh, Mario Flores from uh, Saw Sports made the video for us this week. Uh, question number one. Should Grinky start game one of the wild card round? Mm. I mean, you know, it's so tricky because I'm not when he when he's not in the right mind frame, he's not in the right mind frame. And that's what I love about him. You can never know really, truly what you're going to get. But when he's in the mood, when he's when he's when he's the magician, is the poetry on the mound. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, I'm going to say fair. I'm going to say fair. See, recently, what makes this a big question is that Framber Valdez and even Lance McCullers Jr., he has like 17 innings in a row without giving up a score, and they're considering him to start game three. So you've got uh, your player of the week two weeks in a row, or Keedy. There's other options there's other guys that are throwing better than him right now, but yeah. he is, you know, he is uh, Zach Grinky, and you have Framber Valdez there. I'll say fair. I'll give it to him, but you got to have Valdez ready to step in because the Astros' offense, you can't count on them. So if one of our starters go in and give up three or four runs, we're toast. We're done. So I say... I'll say fair, but I'm a little iffy. So oh, sec- absolutely. Oh. That's, the, that's, the, that's the problem with Granky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the second one here is men drinking wine. Fair or foul, Mr. Ale Guy? <laughs> um, let's realize I've experimented with wine. I'll drink it if that's the only thing available. But there's the key word or phrase if it's the only thing available. So, uh, you know, each their own. For me, I'm going to say foul. Uh, it doesn't it doesn't do enough for me as other beers and spirits would. So I'm going to have to say a foul. I'll say foul as well because it's not very manly. But I'll tell you this, me and my wife on our <laughs> first anniversary – we went on a wine tour, and by the time we got to that third stop, I was uh, buzzed pretty good there. So we did have fun, but <laughs> but I don't enjoy the taste. I don't enjoy it enough. There's so many other things to drink. And personally, I drink – if you ever – I don't know if you have P.F. Chang's over there, but they have a Mai Tai, which sounds like a girly drink, but it has tons of alcohol in it, and that's what I drink. My friends make fun of me, and I don't care. Because it's delicious. It's got tons of liquor in it. It's manly drink to me. I don't care if there's a uh, pineapple and a cherry floating in it. It doesn't make it any less manly, buddy. We just take it out and eat it. (laughs) Yeah. It's soaked in it. It's good. All right. So what do you think about this? Charlie Morton. Did you see the pictures of him sweeping up after the Rays celebrated their clinching the AL East? Fair or foul? Charlie Morton sweeping up. 
Well, it's fair. It just fits in with his whole personality. He's, he's so well-loved. He's such a likeable person. He just comes across a very decent guy. He was there for us. He's a, he's a, he's a real fan favourite. Uh, not only of Houston, but of, of the Astros. I mean, it's totally fair, but it's classic him, isn't it? You wouldn't expect anything less. He's just a nice guy. He comes across a very nice guy. Not only that, he's extremely talented, isn't he? It's amazing. Yeah, yeah I'm going to say that. Yeah, this could be one of our most fairest answers ever. Charlie Morton is awesome, and that is 100% Charlie Morton. Calm, cool, collected. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm going to clean up. I'm not going to leave this. I'm not going to leave this mess to the people cleaning up the locker room. I'm going to do this. Awesome. Way to go, Charlie Morton. Uh, number four, well done, Stakes. Oh, you know, it's, it's well, especially in Texas, this could go either way. But I'm going to say, you know, I'm going to say a foul. Uh, you lose all the taste. You lose all those juices, you know. It's uh, yeah, it's a foul. I can understand why people do it, but out in Texas, it's just it's just a, it's just a massive foul. It's a foul for me out here in England, you know. You lose all that taste. You lose I say, it. I say foul as well. I mean, if you're gonna cook it well done, you might as well just eat beef jerky. Because <laughs> I, I don't know how people, my, my wife eats them well done, and I, I I think it's a waste of money. I mean, it's just <laughs> yeah, yeah, it yeah. is. I mean, I I eat mine medium with a nice little strip of pink down the middle, and it's perfect and it's juicy. You got the flavor. I don't know why anyone would want it well done. It just tastes like liver. I don't know. It's just disgusting to me. <laughs> Have you had you like liver? Like uh, like liver and onions. There's a lot of people that like that. I think it tastes gross. See, one of our uh, you know kind of like older age old meals out in England is uh, steak and liver or liver and potato pie. It's a classic, and steak and kidney and things like that. They're huge out here, but it's with the older generation because that was what they would eat back in the day. You know, it's like that that was a staple of their meat diet. But now it's all changed, and I, I can't stand the taste of it at all. Don't like it. Don't like it. All right, number five, AT&T, Twitter Tuesdays, fair or foul? This is straight or fair. I, I couldn't believe the one time when I got mentioned on there twice in one night. <laughs> yeah, and it's a lucky. great way. I was lucky. It's never happened again since, but it's a great way to bring the community together. Not just Astros, but people of Houston, anyone that's a fan of the Astros. You know, it's a great idea because also we're going through such strange times. You can't, you know, you can't even have your own fans in your own ballpark. You know, it's a, just a great way to bring everyone together. And uh, I'm a massive fan of it. And it's lovely seeing people's photographs and little messages. And you recognize some of the people on there. It's a really mm-hmm. nice thing. Just a straight up fair, straight up fair. I'd say fair as well. This may even be more fair than the Charlie Morton sweeping up question because <laughs> it does. Like, how did it make you feel when your tweets got put on there? It made you feel awesome. It made you feel appreciated. It made you feel like a part of the show, a part of the team. I think it's awesome. The only negative thing is sometimes it seems like they forget that they're doing it. You know, they'll show a bunch at the beginning and you're like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm here waiting for my tweet. And uh, it seems like they forget about it, but it's fair. I think it's awesome. 
I know when they were with Root Sports, it, they used to do it after the game, you know, and you could you could uh, get your tweets posted on the side when they're interviewing A.J. Hinch after the game, but I thought that was cool. Mm. But, yeah, I say fair. There's some good ones there, and they're all relatable, aren't they? I mean, it, it's uh, it doesn't matter what country you live in. They're all relatable questions. But like we say, there's always – sometimes I think people think that, that, that it's quite easy for us, but it can be quite difficult thinking them up. But that's why we turn to everyone's love, which is food and drink and culture. Yeah. It's interesting. I love it. But yeah. I believe – I just wanted to end it on this, Rob. I think – uh our well postseason as it were begins on tuesday but we have to await the al division winner seeded three i think so hopefully we get the win but it all begins on tuesday like we just said let's hope it's oakland and let's move on from there but always remember if it's sunday it's time for sunday strolls See you next time, guys. Dustin Garneau of the Houston Astros, and thank you for listening to this week's episode of Sunday Strohs.